So here's the reboot. So again, thank you everybody for joining me. I'm Carrie SmartGirlMedia.com. Check out my blog, check out my podcast and we podcast and we are talking about your why. Why did you get into real estate? So back in the 90s, um, uh, and I'll say good friend, she has now since become an attorney, realtor attorney. I bought my, so we were looking for property and this was a time like now, every property we looked at was going for over 30,000 over ask. And I was like, I couldn't understand. And so we finally ended up with new construction. Now I was trained well by my real estate agent that if I went to look at new construction to let them know I had a real estate agent, don't sign anything. Like Vivian was no joke. And then I ended up working for the builder while I was buying my property. Now here's the one thing that the loan officer didn't do a good job on. I, I did not know that I was approved for the house until I closed. I, di I didn't know I could buy. And no um, love my real estate agent. She did a better job than the attorney at closing. I think that's why she became an attorney. So I became a real estate agent number. The truth is, is I thought I could do a better job than everybody else. I felt like the process was all over the place. So, and I'm a systems person. So when I got into real estate, <laughs> I'm a systems person, but I had no clue what I was doing. And my first deal, July 1st, 2001 was a listing. And thank God for all my friends because they just let me mess all that up. So in, in 2001, when I became licensed pre-social media, so some of us have been doing this pre-social media, right? So we have figured out how to figure all of this out. So when I got into the business, I thought I could do a better job. So that's the truth. And I wanted to be available for my kids. So now the youngest is 18. And what I realized quickly was, is my kids were, I was the, I was all over the place when I had a job. I was driving to a private school for one kid. I was, I had two and a half year old, two and a half year old, and I didn't want to put my kids in daycare anymore. So I felt like I could control my time. Now, some of you, and let me read this one. I flipped and I've been a landlord since 2001. Didn't want to, definitely wanted to be my own boss. Got licensed in 2020 to sell and keep some commission in my investment pocket. I'll look. Some of us have different whys. And my why has since changed because I have really figured out that it's not always about helping people because some of you are helping people that you hate. Some of you have become a counselor. Some of you have become a marriage counselor and you didn't think you should. Some of you have said, and, and I don't know if this has happened to you, but I have literally sat at the closing table. And luckily for me, I have a paralegal certification. I'm not an attorney. I'm going to say it many times. I have literally sat at the closing table because the attorney didn't show up and I had to do all, I went through all the paperwork as I was saying, and by the way, sign here, this is what this means. I'm not an attorney, but in some states they don't use attorneys. So, right. I want, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be flexible. If I could get Sarah where to jump on this call today, I'm going to see if I can get her. Yeah. She's not here yet. I'm trying to get her to talk us. We were talking about this last night. We, we, it, some of us get into this because we think it's a side hustle because we look at Instagram, we look at Facebook, we look at our real estate agent got a check for 5,000 or $10,000. But what people don't realize is that we don't get all that money, right? So when I got licensed in 2001, I was like, I'm adding up the money. I was like, you know what? I'll do like 
four transactions at a million dollars and I was going to get the full 6%. And we all listed different prices for antitrust reasons, right? So I was clear I was going to make a killing in real estate. But I was in the neck of the woods where not everybody looked like me. Like, really? So my first listing, proud of my first listing, was about $160,000, and I had no clue. I quickly realized that real estate was a whole lot of work, was a whole lot of work. So, and let me just back up a second. So when we talk about our why, and we talk about why we want to be in real estate, and I, I already gave you the reason why I got into real estate. I was working for a new construction. I could re I referred I probably referred ten people to this new construction site, and I could only get two referral fees. So I learned that if I was renting, if I referred someone to my the property, the place where I was renting a um, we'll say an apartment. I could only make $1,500, um, I think three, once, like once a year, something like that. I don't remember the rule. So same thing with working at the builder site. I could only make so much money. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm referring all these people, about 10 people bought in the same subdivision because of me and I couldn't make a lot of money. So that was another reason why I got in. So the first reason was, is I felt that I could do a better job because I, the process wasn't explained well to me. And I figured out that even though I came from a, um, a home where we didn't really want for anything, and I didn't want for a video game set, but my mother wouldn't buy it. But we really didn't want for anything. But the one thing my mother didn't do for me is she never explained to me how to pay bills. Now, when you say, when we say we take on somebody's habits, I took on my father's habits and he didn't raise me. So that what I mean is, is I love TJ Maxx, Ross, Macy's, et cetera, Nordstrom. I like to shop. So no one was telling me how to pay down my debt. And I learned really quickly that I had to write a lot of letters to get the loan. I, I mean, I, I was like, why do I have to do this? Can't I, I pay my rent on time? It didn't matter because I needed to prove that I was a strong enough buyer. So this is why even today, if I sold real estate and my husband sells, I'm the, the broker owner. What I realized today is if I, everything that I've gone through, Everything that I've done in real estate, buying a house to now working with uh, real estate agents has helped me with my why and it's helped me help other people buy property. So as a real estate agent, and by the way, thanks for joining me this morning, invite one friend or two friends, hit that little arrow at the bottom of your screen and invite someone to watch. Invite someone to join us today. Who else can we get on the, the live? Okay, so... When I asked all of you, why did you get into real estate? Some of you said, I want, I got into real estate because I wanted flexibility. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to own my own life. I wanted a career change. And then, and some of you, shout out to Indiana. Some of you were like, oh my gosh, I got into this business and now I actually have to learn it. Go, coming to getting into real estate, you have to learn a whole new career. Like we, we really do a good job. And I have talked to many real estate agents that are really savvy on social media. They're not building their social media accounts for real estate agents. They're building social media accounts so they can attract more buyers. And then we get real estate, then other people want to get their licenses and they come in and they're like, why isn't it working for me? It's not working for you because you still have to learn to earn. 
which we could talk about another day. So I wanted control over my own destiny. I had kids in sports. And so I wanted the ability to work around their schedules. Now, quickly did I realize that I needed to time block so I could be in gymnastics or I could be a baseball, basketball, soccer for one of them, band and orchestra for the other one. So I had to adjust. So when I say, what is your why? Some of you might be thinking, well, Carrie, I want to make six figures. So, and I saw it so we can go on vacation every month. I never was able to go on vacation every month because I was a real estate agent. And the moment you plan a vacation, the moment you go across the Mississippi River, because I'm probably an hour and 20 from the Mississippi River, someone wants to see a house or someone wants to list a house. Every time I took Lauren to Iowa State, I got, I mean, it was the craziest thing. As soon as you go out of town, someone wants to buy a house. Exactly. What I've incorporated now with time blocking, blocking and managing my time better, huge. Yeah, I thought real estate was going to be a second hustle, but it quickly took over so much. Right. Facts. Real estate is not a side hustle. It is either a second full-time job or it is a sometime job. Because you can't do, you can't come into real estate and have a full-time job and think that you can effectively manage both. This is why, this is why many um, people end up firing an agent and going with another one. Ooh, I'm losing my stuff here. We don't want to lose that. So we end up uh, firing an agent or they end up working with someone else, right? So, all right. So back to our why, like my new notebook. Okay, so... I um, enjoy watching agents figure it out how to figure it out. So today it's the, I love to see all of you produce and I love to see you learn and I love to see you learn to earn. I, and, and, and here's the, the other thing is I actually am not just a real estate agent, I volunteer. So I wanted those that really wanted to make a difference in our industry to make a difference. I also wanted to let people know that even, so I've worked with people over the age of 50 that have never owned a house never owned a house because they didn't think they could because their first gen their generation never bought or they're they're the first generational buyers in their home or they come from another country and they didn't know they can buy and now this is where a lot of us make a mistake we don't do research i spilled so we don't do research how many of you know in your state how many people that are if they're naturalized to the United States, that they're more likely to buy a house. Do you know that stat? In Illinois, if someone um, becomes a citizen of the United States and they live in Illinois, they are more likely to buy a house than someone that has lived here all their life. More likely to buy a house than someone that is um, an African-American that was born in the United States. Are you getting this? Because they see the value of home ownership. We don't. And I want to make I want to make sure that other people understand that. Okay, so um, here's some other reasons why I've, I've made some changes in my why. Um, I was teaching everybody else's agent, so I'm an instructor. Um, I do occasionally teach for our MLS, and I think I'm only teaching like a couple of classes this month. And I'm teaching everybody else. So my why adjusted, and that's why I opened a real estate company. Now, there's probably three reasons why I opened a real estate company. My husband, I was not really selling anymore, and I was really teaching everyone else's agents. So why um, can't I teach my agents to do what I was teaching everyone else to do? 
Now that fourth reason was I was challenged by the CEO of the one of the largest associations in Illinois. She was like, Carrie, go prove to everybody you've got this. Now she's since retired, but go prove to everybody that you can do this. Okay, right, sad but true. People that are naturalized to the United States are more likely to buy a house. Um, when I, and I said this, real estate was, I thought it was gonna be a side hustle. It became my full-time job. I thought I was able to make a killing and figured out that I didn't know a thing. I didn't know anything about real estate. The other thing was, is I wanted freedom. I wanted freedom. And I said this already to all of you, little did I know there was no freedom. There was no freedom. I was not able to build a business um, and take care of my family and be a wife well. So when I asked all of you, what's your why? And some of you might need to change your why. When I asked you, so if I were to say this to you and answer this question, yes or no, you could even say maybe, does your why get you up every single morning? Does your why make you get up? Does your why help you get up, shower, get dressed, and get out the door every day? And it might mean that you're going to work from home, but does your why motivate you to work past 10 o'clock? Does your why make you get up at six in the morning? For me, my why, I get up every morning and I'm working out. Now, there are days I take off, but I know that if I don't work out consistently at my age, when I become 60 or 70, I don't want to be the person that can't walk. So I have other whys on why I do things. So does your why help you get up, get dressed, and get to go, get going every day? So I have some yeses. Some of you aren't answering. I should have at least 70 answers. Does your why help you get up? <laughs> and if you say, heck yes, I hate corporate, does your why motivate you enough to go generate enough leads every single day so you don't have to go to corporate? Up, yep, at 5 a.m. Yes, yes, yes. And maybe the rest of you that aren't answering, you're thinking, well, maybe my why isn't, isn't the right why. So if you're, if you're not answering yes, I would challenge you, it's time to change your why. It's, it's really time to change your why. Why are you selling real estate? You might need to start volunteering. You might need to start going to meet other people in the industry. You might need to go drive your entire neighborhood and meet all the business owners. You might need to get on LinkedIn. Here's a tip. Go follow everyone on LinkedIn that is the CEO of the business in your city. All right, you're in Marky's group, awesome. I don't ever want to go back. And let me tell you, I went back. I went back for about a year and a half because this is when the market started to tank and I was going through some other things like a divorce. And um, so I went back because I needed health insurance. And then I realized I didn't need health insurance. I just needed to work harder and pay for my own health insurance. So I quickly switched that. But I went back. And when I went back, it did help me learn uh, commercial and franchises because I work for one of the largest uh, real estate holders in the United States, might be the world. Some of you know them as McDonald's. And so when I went back um, to corporate, I, I will tell you, I realized I didn't want to do corporate because when I was in corporate, I worked for attorneys and it was not fun. So my, I quickly realized that I needed to figure out how to figure this out. 
So that's when I started educating other real estate agents. I had to pivot. So let's talk about that. Do what is your um I mean look, we make this look I'm Angela's right. Angela, we make it I can't say I make it look sexy because I hardly look sexy today. Um, but it ain't sexy. But Angela, for those of you that don't know Angela, Angela, she might be, she's close, she's a little older than me, but she was on a um at a football field doing chin-ups on the uh, upright. So don't let Angela fool you. She made it really look sexy. And I remember Angela, when she got into the industry, we make real estate look real easy, but no one told you that you now have to actually learn it. You, you took a really hard class, you passed a really hard test, and then you paid a lot of money to become a real estate agent and know nothing. So, so let me ask this question. So most of you said you know your why, why you're in real estate. And by the way, it's okay to change your why. It is okay to change your why if you need to, to get you going every day. So if I were to say to you, you know your why, it's okay to pivot. And I will tell you, for those of you that are watching us on social media and we make it look easy and you say, Carrie, I'm going to do three deals a month. You've got five kids at home and a husband or a wife, or maybe you're a single parent, or maybe you don't have kids, but you have a corporate job. It's okay to adjust a little bit to, to get into full-time real estate. Don't feel like you have to do what we do. Figure yourself out and do it, do it your way, not anyone else's way, but you do have to learn the rules. Um, right. Real estate is a beast, but loving it. No more corporate. Um, all right. So let me ask you all this question. You know your why and you know you have permission to change your why because I've changed my why many times. What is your niche? Do you have one or your niche? What is your niche in real estate? What are you passionate about in real estate? When I started and I, I told you at the beginning, I worked in an area where not many people look like me. So I worked a whole lot harder. I grew up in an area where more people look like me. So I did go back and I looked for all my old high school friends. I looked for college friends. Um, but I worked in a neighborhood where people didn't um, look like me. So I quickly realized that the broker, <clears throat> the designated managing broker today in Illinois, but the broker, the manager of the office would always give me the hard stuff. Now, some of you would probably be mad but she probably knew what I already knew is that if she referred someone to me that wasn't used to me, they probably weren't going to work with me. So I work with everybody, all different diverse groups, but I always got the hardest, the hardest deal in the office. And I became an expert at FHA and VA and HUD homes really quick. I became such an expert in the first year that I could probably talk about FHA and HUD homes better than anyone in the office or anyone that had been selling for years. Yes. That right there, well, you're, that's a really good why. Lost a home and never wanted to see someone go through that. Right. That's a great niche. Military teachers and nurses. Um, based on sphere of influence, first time buyers, later luxury. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't own a house, if you don't live in an area with luxury and if your friends aren't um, people that buy luxury or if your friends aren't in that arena, I'm not saying you can't get in it, but you have a lot more work to do. 
you have a lot of work to do. And by the way, in the city I live in, we can sell a house for 100,000 all the way up to over 2 million. So we have, there's luxury in every city. So um, luxury does not have to be 2 million. And by the way, if you think you're gonna do luxury in Illinois right now, those houses are sitting on the market. The absorption rate is over eight months. The absorption rate is over eight months. So we got distressed, that's a niche. We got short sales niche. If you're doing distressed and short sales, I would say to you, there aren't many depending on your marketplace. So you need another niche. So for me, it was first time home buyers, first generational buyers and people that moved here from other countries. I am good at it. And I don't care if there's a language barrier. I have two kids that are fluent in Spanish. Okay, so now that you, and, and if you don't have a niche or niche, you need to figure that in with your why so it helps you. And I, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm, I am an expert in short sales. Why? Because I almost lost my house when I went through a divorce. I couldn't pay the mortgage. The market had tanked. And that's why I went back. That's the real reason why I went back to work. Not everybody tells you what they're really going through, but this was me. And I was like, there is, first of all, I'm not losing my house. Second of all, I'll go back to work in a heartbeat if I had to, if real estate didn't work. But I get up, get dressed every day to make real estate work. So I quickly became an expert in short sales before we had the SFR course, the short sale foreclosure representative course. So I can talk to you about short sales all day long to the point where someone called me and said, hey, Kara, I'm not paying my mortgage. I can just spit out all the questions because I know what to ask. And again, I've been doing this for a while. Um, yeah, that was the best thing I ever did. Oh, and, and that's another good one. Um, Trina just said, I'm gearing towards relocations from Midwest to Arizona. So that's a, when we talk about uh, that being a niche or a niche, in Illinois, our, cli our clients are more likely, depending on their age, to move, right? To move to a warmer climate. And Arizona is dry. So if you have people that have allergies, I mean, a great opportunity. And I would say if that was my niche or niche, I would, um, I would start marketing to this area or to the Midwest or even on the East Coast. And I would talk about everything that's happening in Arizona and those cities. So yes, half the battle, getting dressed daily so you are ready to go when the phone call comes in. And by the way, some of you, because I know some of you don't get up and get dressed every day, you should get up, get dressed every day. And do you feel good when you get, get up and get dressed? Like, I'm, I've, I've worked out, I've showered, I've had croissant, I really would rather have eggs, and I am already ready to go if I had a call. Now, I'm already scheduled for the day, but I plan out my day to the point where I know I got to get up, get dressed, comb my hair, etc. Some of you, some of you have regular jobs and you're half getting dressed. You got to get dressed. It will change your life. Can I do a class on short sales? I, I have one. I have a, a crash course, not the shorts. I teach the SFR, but I could. Um, so in my bio today, in my Smart Girl Media Instagram and my Carrie Jo Little bio in my link tree, I created a free download for you to kind of help you pivot, to figure out your why, to if you and are you really 
are you really operating based on your why? Everyone, most of you said I have a why. Most of you said I have a why. I know why I'm in, in business. Some of you, it's a side hustle. But if that side hustle is not what you thought it was, you might need to adjust your why. So in my bio, you can get that download and kind of make and, and make a make some changes if you need to. So let's talk about today um, and what, what I'm doing today. So when I get up every day, I have realized that I don't want to work 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. Now, I really don't work till 1 a.m., but there are times when I do. So my why has changed a little bit. So now my why has is, and, I, and I'm taking a business development course starting Monday. That's why the time is going to change to next um, Friday. It's either going to be 11 a.m., 11.30 or noon. Why, wait for it. Um, my why has changed because I don't want to just hire real estate agents to hire them. I want to hire real estate agents that really want to do the business, that will show up to class, that will show up to learn so I can teach you how to earn. And if you have a why and you say, Carrie, maybe one day I want to own my own company because I want to do flips. Or maybe one day I want to own my own company because I want to be a property management company. I'm okay with that. There's enough business out there for all of us. I, my why is I don't want agents to go to a brokerage where it's all about the brokerage anymore. I want to be able to, I want to be able to help someone reach their goals and, and, and actually be able to function based on their why, not just about my why. So, and I want to hire people. So I remember um, when I would go look for a job or I would interview for a job, I was always overlooked. And it, there could be many reasons. I thought I was smart enough. I could type. I was a quick study. I was fast. I could probably outdo anyone. Made me go back to college because I was like, well, if I have a college degree, they will hire me. And I was still being overlooked. So, I, so, so my why has changed. So now owning a real estate company it's not just about me. It's about the ability to hire people that want to work. Now, yes, I want to hire people that look like me. Doesn't mean I'm only hiring people that look like me. But sometimes people need to see that a minority and or female can be successful and run a company just like everyone else. I have been asked to sell the company. I have been asked to take my whole team to another company. And I mean, I'm, I'm flattered. But I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be great if I can't bring people along with me. And I want to be able to control my time a little bit. So, so now, and it's, it's almost 9.45. And um, I would say to all of you, when you, down, make, take that, uh, when you download my, um, my quick, uh, it's like a, a white page. It's like two, I think it's two pages. When you download it, sit down and write your why and put down all of your, write down what, what do you want to, what do you, where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in two years, three years, four years, or five years? If you want to own a brokerage, you know, you, listen, you couldn't have paid me to open up a brokerage when I got my broker license in 2007. You couldn't have paid me. And even today, there are many days when I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. Like my phone is constantly blowing up. I have a lot, a lot of questions. I mean, I if, if I hadn't, if you want to own a brokerage, here's the best tip. 
not just don't just just do real estate and I almost wish I had this up write down everything you do every day and then everything you learn and then um, build your standards of practice and you have to volunteer like never before. You have to go to the state meetings. You got to go to the local meetings. You got to go to the national meetings. You got to read license law. Some people will decide, nope, I'm, I am not going to own my own company. I'm going to go work for someone. I'm going to manage something else or manage a company because I was told here, don't do it, don't do it. And there are days when I call these people up and I'm like, I understand why. Because folks are working me to death. Trust me when I tell you. I understand. Uh, yeah, we need to see our reflection in places of power. We do. We really do. And um, and sometimes I'll sit in the room and I'm like, ooh, should I even be saying some of this stuff? So the goal today was your why. Many of you, many of you said, I know my why. And if you don't know what your why is, or if you think you have a why that's not strong enough, you need to write it down. Some of us, and, and let me ask you this. Um, when I get up and get dressed every day, I'm a workhorse. I, if you were to look at me, and this is why I was really hoping Sarah got on this call today. When I got, when I was a kid, I was always doing something. I was always involved in something. I was always um, in, in school um, volunteering. I was on committees. I was, I had a job in high school. I was always doing something, you know, captain of the cheerleader team of the cheerleading squad. I was always leading something. So there is no reason. I'm sure everyone that looks back on my sister and I knew we'd be okay. I'm just, it's easy for me to be an entrepreneur. So if you're someone, and I always say this to my, hey, Sarah, come on, Sarah, jump on. Sarah, join me, because they need to hear from you, Sarah. Let me see if I can get Sarah to join. I know you're dressed and ready to go today. Join me, Sarah. Hit, hit the two buttons. So if she says no, um, we'll get Sarah on one of these lives one day. Hit it anyway, Sarah, even though you said no. When... I am so driven to get things done, even if things get a little chaotic, because I am convinced I am ADHD, that I know that I'll get things done. So if you are someone that has to be told what to do, and this is what I tell my kids, even though it's still a fight, because they're still kids, the 18-year-old thinks he knows everything. But if you have to be told what to do every single day, if you have to be told what to do, I own you. Now, wait a minute. I say that doesn't mean you shouldn't ask questions, but if you constantly call your managing broker, if you're constantly in somebody's DM, can you share this with me? Can you give me your email strategy? Can you give me your, your documents? They, that agent worked hard to build it. So when you get some pushback and they don't respond, they don't give it to you, it's because they worked hard for it. So if you are someone that has to be told, and this is what I tell the kids, if I have to tell you to make your bed, if I have to tell you to wash your clothes, if I have to tell you to take out the garbage, welcome to corporate, because I own you. If I, I own you if I have to tell you what to do. So if you don't want to be told what to do for the rest of your life, you have to show up because you know you need to show up. Your why needs to motivate you enough to show up. Your why needs to, Sheena, you too, come on. Um, I know Sheena's not coming on until 11. Right, we'll push it back to 11.30 for Sheena. 
So if, if I have to keep telling you what to do every day, or if your managing broker has to tell you what to do, it's hard. I, let me tell you, there are some people and they, they might even know who they are, that if you call me, I'm answering the phone every time because it's energizing. Because I, there, it's not always a pull, pull, pull. It's a, okay, Carrie, let me tell you what I learned. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. It is a give and take. It doesn't mean that I don't want to talk to you. It doesn't mean that I don't want to help you. It just means that if I am telling you what to do every single day, I own you. If your broker is telling you what to do, if you're still in corporate, let me, let's just keep it real. If you are still in corporate America today, they own you. You have not figured out how to figure it out. You have not put systems in place to leave your job. Now, let's be clear. Don't just quit because I said that. Don't just quit because I said that. You need strategy in place. You need to be saving money. So we shouldn't ask our peers for things that they have already figured out. Let me say it like this, Ethel. That's a really good question. I am saying that if you are someone that is learning and trying, think about all of the steps that you're taking and you're building out what you want real estate to look like. If you called, I'm gonna make, I'll make up a name, Tina, who's top producer for some other company. And she has been working really hard in the industry for years. And you're like, can you, can you share with me your, your, your kit for working with buyers? Like um, your, uh, your buyer consultation or your, your under contract now what email or uh, your congratulations email. If, you, if they give it to you, you don't learn anything. So I'm not saying you shouldn't ask for it, but I might say, hey, can I pay you to um, have a consulting conversation or pick my brain conversation? And can we talk it through? Because what they do may not work for you. And if you pull it together, because I'm building all this out, my 2021 goals for Caremark agents is to build out what this looks like, but it is going to be a shell so you can figure out how to make it work for you. Because then you own it and it works for your clients because what works for my clients might not work for someone else's clients. Right. <laughs> well, corporate is scary. Either leaving corporate is scary or working for corporate is scary. So Ethel, that's a really good, good question. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go pay for it. I'm saying if someone does, if they're willing to share with you, I would say, don't use exactly what they gave you, make it your own. I'm so glad I tuned in this morning because I'm feeling like a broke down toothpick. Pamela, no, you can do this. You can do this. So everybody, once this ends, um, and if you're listening to the podcast later, Go to my bio, smartgirlmedia underscore, smartgirl underscore media is where you'll always, where you'll find the download. If you go to Carrie Joe Little for about a week, um, you can go to my link tree and I have a download for what's your why. It's a PDF download, download it and adjust. And then if your why is not helping you get up, get dressed and get out the door, you need to change it. You need to change it. And make sure you pay your taxes, right? Right. See, everybody's, they're, they're, they're giving you the motivation today. 
and what point do you decide to give up? My, I guess my question might, and this is a good time for Q&A, so let's do this. And feel free, you guys can use that Q&A section. Um, yeah, Pamela, some days are like that, keep going. And when you have a hard day and all of your buyers have decided they want to um, not buy, next, you gotta move on, put them in a new drip campaign, that's why you need a CRM. There is no giving up. At what time do you decide to give up? You don't. If you're saying, Carrie, I'm struggling, and let me give you a, a scenario. You moved into a neighborhood, you're not from the same neighborhood or you're not from the state. You're gonna work harder than most. You're gonna work harder than most. You need to figure out what motivates people to make a decision, right? They said the oldest group of millennials is 40 this year, 40. And they're ready to either uh, start selling the houses they bought or they're ready to make adjustments and they're moving. They're making adjustments, moving from urban to suburban. So if you're someone that's here and you're like, when do, why, when do I give this up? Don't give up. You might need to pivot a little bit. Your why need to change. And it, and it could be that I don't want to go back to corporate because you got, you got cussed out by an attorney. I, me and this attorney almost ended up in another room. So um, you need to, what is going to motivate you? I don't want to go back to corporate. I don't want to be told what to do. Now, now one day I might go, I, I'm, I'm convinced one day in my, in my later years that I'll sit and be somebody's really good admin one day. But I'll have control because I'll just grab my box and walk out because <laughs> I'll be at that point. As a new agent, how do you know when to pivot and change directions? So Bree, good question. Because I don't know your whole scenario. If as a new agent, I'm going to tell you what I did. I called, I called all my friends. Flip phone, 2001. I called all of my friends in 2001 to let them know I was in real estate. I had an announcement. I had everything. As a new agent, you are going, you need to get up, get dressed and work really, really hard every single day. So you're going to work harder than anyone that's been selling for two, three, or even four years. Um, I have, a, um, we have many new agents at Caremark. I like new agents, although they, they, they can wear you out. But my recommendation for you is, is you need to, you might have to work more hours than the average agent, right? They say that we work 80 hours a week. We quit our 40 hour a week job to work 80, right? Every day we get up to figure out how to get a paycheck. Every day get up. I mean, and let me, let me challenge you, write down those positive confessions. I will get a client today. My buyers close. People decide to use me to sell their houses. I am focused. I am a, you know, um, people know me by name. Whatever you got to do to get this going. So I'm just beginning my business. Um, hold on one second. Yep. Oh, well, um, so I'm just starting my business, beginning my mailing and announcement. So Brie, anyone else, if you're new in the business, I'm just, let me give you strategy before I end. So you can add this, you know your why. You might even figure out how to include your why. And I, I might need to know what that is, but let's just say this. You got your direct mail piece, right? Could be announcement cards. You are now, you're gonna create an email. You're gonna create a social media post for Instagram, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn stories, Twitter, and Fleet, whatever that is on Twitter, and maybe even Snapchat. You're, you are going to do what is called blitz marketing. 
you are going to also, once you post on all the social media accounts, on your Facebook business page, you're going to connect it to Instagram. And then when you pay for the ad on Instagram, you're then going to, you're going to do, I'm going to suggest that you create a 60 second video introducing yourself saying you're a real estate agent, you work in whatever area. And these are the three things you're going to do for um, buyers and sellers, whatever that is, make it good. And you need a call to action. And this is where you might need a Google survey. You need something to capture the data. So if you do all this in 30 days, you should be able to generate a lead. You should be able to generate a lead and know yourself. Um, I left my old company who had been there for years, who never got training, never knew about business planning. Mind you, um, oh, he drove a Tesla. So he drove a Tesla while you're out here struggling, but that's okay. It's kind of okay, you know, let them drive that. But if they're not training you, it's time to pivot. Um, affirmations, right? Yes, declarations. Affirmations are key to mindset. You have to change your mindset. There's, there's truth to um, you. Um, you shall have whatsoever you say. Someone want to join me in that study? Build a plan for the business and stay consistent, but keep learning your plan needs to include ways you're going to get um, and meet clients, right? She didn't hit the uh, nail on the head. You have to work the plan. And sometimes the plan might feel like chaos, but reboot, reboot. Mark and I, um, the goal is every night I need a 30 minute brain dump so he can, um, so I don't go to bed saying to him, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? So work the plan and stay consistent. Where's the social media list? I was writing fast. So, um, oh, I don't even have that one. That'll be next week. We'll, we'll do a recap next week on, on how to um, do announcements. Um, that is a long list. Are you still on Hootsuite to e-blast it all out? I will tell you, I, I am very automated. Um, I'm not automated on Instagram because what I've learned with the algorithm on Instagram, if you use a third party, first of all, Instagram actually doesn't want you to use a third party, but we do. So I post directly to Instagram. Um, and I have someone else that posts this to the company Instagram for me, but they have a direct, um, they're logged directly on the Instagram. But I do use Hootsuite. I'm very automated on LinkedIn, Twitter, and my Facebook business page. So when people are like, Carrie, you're busy. I'm like, I'm not busy. I'm automated. Um, no, um, this is not on 6 and 12. Um, that's Marky's group. So it's not on 6 and 12. Uh, speak what you see until you see what you said. Clear to close, said it. You need to coin that, young lady. Speak what you see until you see what you said. I see Sheena and Sarah at it this morning. So, so great tips. If you missed anything I said, guess what? You can watch the replay on IGTV. It takes just a few minutes to, to move the video over. Uh, over to IGTV. So with that being said, if you haven't gotten the new Real Estate Agents Journal, the link is in my bio. You can also find it on smartgirl underscore media. Um, and if you want the download, if you want the download, yes, visualization, you got to see it. You have to see it. 
Um, and, and yeah, and let me say this and then I'll, I'll give you another story and then I'll end. You have to um, see it to believe it. You have to see it. So in my bio, if you want the download for today, just go to Carrie Jo Little or smartgirl underscore media. If you go to smartgirl underscore media, you get actually in my bio, it takes you to all the links that where I have free downloads. So um, back in, I think it was the late 90s, I always, so I wanted to teach, but I didn't want to teach in uh, grade school, elementary school, high school, et cetera. But I always wanted to educate and I wanted to be a public speaker. So I remember, and I remember being in an arena where we were all asked to talk about what we wanted to do. So I got up and I talked about one day I would be a public speaker and I would watch all public speakers. And truth be told, I was counting everybody's money. Don't count other people's money. It will stress you out. Get off of HomeSnap and the MLS and Realtor.com and Instagram counting folks money because it will stress you out. It was stressing me out. So I said all that to say, that in the uh, late 90s and the early 2000s, I said, I am going to be a speaker one day. And it didn't happen overnight. My first class, I had maybe three people. I was stressed out. My first webinar, I thought I was gonna faint and no one could see me. And I'm the person that was the cheerleader. You know, I wanted to be in front of everybody, like the group, didn't ever wanna do it by myself. You couldn't have paid me to speak in front of a classroom in high school. Nope, wasn't happening, wasn't happening. When I'm telling you I'm a fainter, I'm fainting. I said all that to say, it is, I, that was one of my confessions that one day I would be a public speaker, that I would be an educator. And look today, I probably educate over 5,000 realtors a year. I have spoken outside of, um, the, I shouldn't say outside of the real estate industry, I've spoken at the uh, Stagers convention, the same convention where the Property Brothers spoke. Coolest thing ever. When you write down your vision, write the vision and make it plain, it will come to pass. And you've got to have patience. Nothing happens overnight. It happens over time. Nothing happens overnight. It happens over time. Sharon, send me what you just wrote in... Um, in my uh, DM so I can use you as a testimony. You have made my day. And by the way, this is the kind of stuff that motivates me when you take action based on everything that I am helping you do. I have been, my husband has fussed at me, Sharon, Sina, Sheena have fussed at me. I am a true giver. I want, every, you guys can do this. You can succeed. You, I am, I will give it all away. So, Coffee with Carrie. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Feel free. Send your testimonies through to my DM and I will give you a shout out on Instagram. So everyone, thank you for joining me. Don't forget in my bio coming soon. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't taken, um, I know I was talking to the young lady um, that asked, but she's a new real estate agent. I think it was Bree. If you go to smartgirluniversity.com, smartgirluniversity.com, not an official university, I have a free course on how to create landing pages so you can generate leads. So remember I said that you needed a, um, a video and a call to action? Go watch that course. It is less than 30 minutes 
and then you can create a free download. So what, when you go to my bio to download the, um, what's your why in real estate, um, once you download that, I built all of that in Google Forms. You can do the same thing at no cost. So go watch that 30 minute video and start generating leads. It really does work. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me. Um, follow my podcast. I'm on iTunes. I am on um, a few other sites. I, I think I am on iHeartRadio. Uh, make sure you follow me here and smartgirlmedia.com.